0: and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations.
1: Neo420 Talks. This United States for America...
0: fellow workers once and for all let's break down the myths and destroy the rise of distortion for your sake for their sake for the
1: sake of all the youngsters who have been scared because of the scam demic coup against America
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. on the statue of Says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. On the Declaration of Independence, it is written, All men are created equal, and got a God is certain
1: inalienable rights. Good day, brothers and sisters. This thirty-first day of October 2022. We are live from the Neo Media Group Studios, known as the Third Street Studios. Here in little town outside of Portland, Oregon, where more and more brothers and sisters out here than ever, everybody that I talk to is aware of what's going on around them with all of the psychological operations, with all of the criminal activity. And it's obvious to us the criminals are trying to cover their footprints with all of the criminal activity they've conducted over the past couple of years, transferring money from your pockets to theirs, transferring your freedoms to tyranny, transferring all of these things to their coffers. And as you've heard recently, You know, they said that the Ukraine war is what pushed up the oil and gas prices. But in reality, we just found out that the oil and gas companies have had record profits during this time that they lied to us about a war, proxy war over in Ukraine, where actually it's a money laundering operation. But see, if you don't pay attention to this stuff and find passion in protecting your freedom, you'll never understand these things. Because they have us focused on Saturdays and Sundays on sports. They have you focused on Major League Baseball, on professional soccer, on football, on basketball. You know, then they have the collegiates focused on that. They have the most powerful individuals, the young people that are growing up, they have them focused with all of their energy on competition. Instead of collaboration, all of that is a psychological operation, brothers and sisters, and it is only put in place for you to be distracted. And we found this out because during this time, they have definitely, definitely showed us who they are and who they are is not what they told us about. But there is a good thing that happened during this pandemic, scamdemic coup d'etat. And that is
0: one good thing came out of all of this. They showed themselves. Top One percent of the one percent, the ones who play God without permission. And now I'm going to take them down.
1: We take them down by exposing their criminal systems we take them down by exposing who they are we take them down by exposing the crimes that they have committed and we take them down by actively pursuing justice if the justice department does not because these are habitual lifetime criminals that have facilitated crimes against humanity their whole life But they are able to do that because we do not pay attention. And like I said earlier, Saturday and Sunday specifically, they try to focus all of our minds, energy, and attention over to sports. That is just like the Roman Colosseum, where they had the circuses for entertainment to distract the people, to control them, to get all their emotions wrapped up in a sport that doesn't make a bit of difference. But let me uh, get my old buddy Bill Cooper to tell you more about this,
0: as he defines it really well. That's why they pay athletes these fantastic salaries. I was listening to the radio the other day. They just contracted to pay one one player on one team $6 million a year. Can you believe this? And why is that? It's the Roman circus. What does the emperor do when the people become restive? And when the people are asking questions, and when the people don't like the policies of the emperor, he sends them to the circus, he creates a circus, he builds a giant coliseum, and he begins to throw the Christians to the lions, and he has great chariot races, and football games, and basketball games, all to keep the idiots preoccupied with things that don't mean anything in the scheme of the entire world so that they don't have the time to learn what the truth is, so they don't ever get smart enough to learn how they're being manipulated, so they don't ever question the emperor. That's why they pay a player on a football team or a baseball team a million or two million or three million dollars a year. It is the Roman service. I know men who don't know anything in the world except who plays third base for the Mets. And they think that's a great accomplishment. And they meet and pat each other on the back and bond and go have cocktails and talk about what this guy that plays third base for the Mets did in last night's game. It's sad. It's really sad.
1: It is absolutely sad and depressing to find out that everything that has been done is a way to manipulate you, to manipulate the young people who can actually make a difference in the future, can manipulate the older people to make sure they don't make a difference. There's all these systems that have been set up, but just sticking with the the sports and entertainment side of it, I want to detail a couple of things, and I'm going to get deep into this uh, at some point soon. But if you look at the economics of professional sports, quote unquote, it's all lies. Because when you look at, and like Bill Cooper just mentioned, and this was back in the 80s that he was, that was recorded, the late 80s, early 90s. But if you look at what a team plays and operates on, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Because and let me okay, I just watched over the weekend, you know, had some downtime and watched the old movie Moneyball about the uh the A's versus the Yankees. Whenever, and this was in the 90s again, but the the A's had used a different uh economic structure to try to go and find value in players, but their salary for their entire team was like $39 million. The New York Yankees' salary for their entire team that year was $147 million. So let's look at the higher end of that, $147 million, okay? And let's say that, you know, one player was paid $6 million, but we had a couple of them that were paid 10 million dollars there's 26 million dollars right there but let's just say that you know out of that 147 uh, 147 million um let's just for round numbers let's say that there is 30 players that's 4.9 million dollar average if you think about the amount of money that is made off of a game, each stadium holds about, you know, 60,000 fans that are paying $50 a ticket. That's $3 million, okay? And out of sticking to baseball, they play 182 games. So 91 of those are at home. So let's do 3 million times 91. Um, So 3 million times 91, that's $273 million, okay? Now, when you look at the money that's paid for the stadium, that is paid by a bond referendum paid by the local community. That if it goes in default, the community has to pay it off. And this happened in a couple of instances, I think in Baltimore and I think in Houston, Texas one time. But there's been instances to where the, the, the teams don't survive and they leave. And then the community is, is saddled with that cost. So you've already distracted the young people away from learning anything that has to do with real life. And you've made them focus on a game that is part of sports entertainment. And it gets the, the parents, the father I and mean, only the dad and the mom wrapped up into the emotions of sports. The child could potentially get injured during playing the sports. So there's that potential cost. Then there is the cost of having to deal with the child if they get injured for the duration of the child's life which all of that could be eliminated by just doing outdoor physical sports with your kids, just playing with your kids. But instead, they want to put them into this, this tribal entity that is sports where it does nothing but create competition instead of collaboration. Yeah, you're, you're on your these teammates' team, And you build camaraderie and sportsmanship with them. But the competition that you feel for the team that you're playing against, that is unnatural. That is not something that we are supposed to feel. We're not supposed to feel combative or competitive towards our neighbor. We're supposed to love and take care of our brother and our sister. So this is, again, putting the opposite mentality towards people. We're not supposed to be competing, we're supposed to be collaborating and helping one another. And then the injury potentials, like I said, then all of the money that is wrapped up with you having to buy shoes, with you having to buy jerseys, with you having to buy all of the stuff for the, the, the specific sport, and it's not the one year, it's the consecutive years. And then... It's buying the sports jerseys that the teams sell as licensed apparel. It's a big scam to get people focused on all of that and put up all their time into that whenever they never needed to do that. That was never the purpose of what was happening. And. When you, again, you look at the economics, the the, the numbers does not make sense. Why if, is the local community having to put up a bond referendum that's based off of some type of revenue source in order to finance the facility to play in the stadium? And then the people that financed it and built it, they have to pay money to go in to view it. So you're having to pay twice, one long-term and the other one short-term. And then not to mention the food that they sell in there is crazy expensive. It's not healthy at all, but it's the big companies, the Coca-Colas, the Pepsi-Colas, the Gatorades that have made all this money selling their products to the stadiums at discounts so then they can mark them up and sell them to the customers. It's all a scam, All of these things are scams when it comes into that level. But before that, you've gotten your mind put into something. Your mind, your effort, your attention is now focused on something that does not matter a hill of beans compared to everything else that's going on in the world. But you have become obsessed with it. And I know what this is like because as a kid, I was an athlete. I could tell you every name of every baseball player, I could tell you their stats, I could tell you every football player, I could tell you their stats. I could tell you every basketball player and I could tell you their stats. I knew it inside and out, so I know exactly what it's like to be controlled? To be looking forward to Monday night football. To be looking forward to Thursday night football. To be looking to forward to Friday night basketball game. To be looking forward to the final four to be looking forward to the championship games. I understand all of it intimately. I still have all of my baseball and basketball and football card collections. I still have them all. And it was money that me as a kid put my hard-earned effort of doing mowing grasses and cleaning yards and doing all of that to now I bought this stuff that is basically worthless now. But look at, I know all of the people that bought that stuff and focused their money and time and effort on it, and now it's worth nothing. But again, this is not unintentional. Let me get Alan Watts to tell you about what this was really came from because there was there's always a purpose with something, brothers and sisters. None of this stuff just comes about. That's what I have always been trying to communicate in all of these things that that we get out here on our talks to tell you about is none of these things are unintentional. They all have intention on all. You cannot be unintentional to get on the radio station of any of those stations to be approved by the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC. You cannot get on TV to be broadcast unintentionally. All of this stuff is intentional and it's all about manipulation. Where does it come from? Listen to this and it'll tell you.
2: Uh, About a hundred years ago, this big organization with many branches, uh, they wanted to rule the world basically using Britain as a nucleus of, of a system, an embryo. Uh, which also was going to be joined with the U.S. uh, under the Anglo-American establishment, uh, wrote about the kind of culture and the changes of culture over a hundred-year period that they would actually design, implement, and bring in. And um, H.G. Wells talked about it too. He talked about arenas. He says arenas could be put up across the world for sports, for instance. Now at that time, sports was something that children, uh, school children were into adults became adults and got onto adult things so it was unimaginable at the time that people could actually believe that uh, uh, there's even a need for adult sports and entertainment, never mind having a- arenas built across the world, but he said we can do this and you know, voiced basically a-, a sports culture for the males B- using a tribal system We're all tribal to an extent, that's why we even bother to vote for a tribal leader. Uh, This is well understood, that's why we're supplied with these leaders. And because the the average man was to become more disengaged from his own destiny, as the expert class arose, it was decided that that the males would get their their outlet, basically. Being gradually becoming helpless as as males through sports. Therefore, they'd have a tribal team they could identify with. Uh, They could um, cheer them on as they were winning. In their own personal lives, they were getting nowhere. They were getting disenfranchised, in a sense, as experts took over um, decision-making for them in all kinds of fields. So this was psychology at use uh, planned before they even implemented the sports sounds a lot
1: like what has been created today, doesn't it? Colosseums in every city, those entertainment facilities in every city. And that has been orchestrated over a period of time from these secret organizations that we've been exposing. The Council of Foreign Relations, the Committee of 300, the uh, Club of Rome, These organizations are very small entities that ended up creating the ideas of what now is the United Nations. What is now the World Health Organization? What is now the World Economic Forum? And those three entities now are trying to control the entire world. And notice what Alan Watts said. These are from original uh, organizations that were trying to focus on Britain being the center point and using America as the Anglo-Saxon community connection. And as I've said before, Britain, you never hear about Britain in any of this uh, psychological warfare that's out there. Now they always talk about Russia. They always talk about China. They always talk about Iraq or Iran or Afghanistan or all of these places, but where the, all of the evil and darkness comes from is out of the old, British the United Kingdom the British Empire the city of London the 1 square mile is a dark self-governing city that has more millionaires than anybody else in the world this is the criminal cabal's headquarters that try that they mastermind these activities out of there and push them to the rest of the world As I've told you over and over, the three city-states, which is called the Empire Cities, and what did I just say? The British Empire, and now these are called the Empire Cities, is the Vatican, the City of London, the One Square Mile, and Washington, D.C. These are all three sovereign states that are located inside countries, but in actuality have alliance to international organizations more than they do the country that they reside in. This has all been done on purpose. That's why the C- the Washington D.C.'s flag is three stars, not the fifty. It's three stars because that is who it represents. And notice that they put Washington D.C. in there to control the United States because. Washington was one of the part of one of the original 13 colonies. So you see how they did this early on to control we, the people, even though we thought we were separated through the Declaration of Independence. And then in the 1871 amendment of the original constitution that then created a corporation, and that corporation is in control by the British Empire, controlled by The Empire Cities. I know we've covered a lot here, like we always do, covering a lot of bandwidth, but those who have been studying this understand what's being said. And if you don't understand, you need to go back in Archives of Truth, like an Encyclopedia of Britannica collection. You can go back at the beginning and start listening and start learning and seeing how all of it comes together because as we've said from the beginning, it's all connected. It's one giant psychological operation, con game, fraud, scam pulled by the same small group of people over and over throughout time. And until we bring those people down and bring them to justice, Gitmo for life, it's going to perpetuate and continue. But we the people are 99.9% and we have the power, we have the ability, we have everything if we will just organize our thoughts Mind and actions into being one, children of God, bringing down the criminal cabal. We can do it if we just focus on it and stop allowing these systems of control to manipulate us over and over. Every weekend they do it, every day they do it by dividing us based on other things that are not important, not as important as our freedom. Not as important as our U.S. Constitution, not as important as our Declaration of Independence, and not as important as our Bill of Rights. Those three documents are the most robust documents to protect humankind as they are human rights documents, the most robust ones to ever be written. And that's the reason that we still stand. And that's the reason that the criminal cabal is still trying to destroy us. But while they're trying to destroy us, they're stealing killing, deceiving, and we need to bring them down permanently, permanent prosecution for all of the paid provocateurs and all the criminals. Hope you've got something out of this as you can continue to move down the hill as we move towards freedom, not towards tyranny. We are more moving towards freedom because we are going to free our minds, free our bodies, free our spirits, is that's what it takes to be free. And as Jesus said in John eight thirty two, if you follow in my word, you will be free. And you will be free. Follow in my word, and you will be disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies.